0: Chapter Four of the Spanish Cavalier. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Esteban Simonides. Chapter Four. Pride and Its Penalty. But again, Inez was disappointed. Instead of her brother appearing, Teresa issued in a visitor, Don Maria de Rivas, a middle-aged lady of Seville, well known to the Aguileras, as she had been brought up in the same convent as the late mother of Alcala and Inez. The senora entered the patio with the stately grace peculiar to Spanish ladies. But the expression on her face was that of keen curiosity, and even before she greeted Inez with a kiss on either cheek, the visitor's eyes were riveted on the garments of scarlet and green. "'It is then true!' exclaimed Donna Maria. "'And Don Alcala is to appear in full Fico in the Plaza de Toros to-morrow.' The look of anguish on the pale face of the sister might have been sufficient reply, but Donna Maria was not one whose curiosity could be so easily satisfied. She was an old friend of the family, and, as such, she deemed it her right to know all that concerned them. Perhaps to the motherless girl at her side, it was some relief to pour forth the tale of her sorrows to one who professed at least to feel a strong interest in the children of her early companion. In the deepening twilight, under the clear blue sky of Andalusia, while star after star twinkled forth, Inez, often interrupting herself to listen, told the cause of that distress which was blanching her cheek and well-nigh breaking your heart. You know, I need not tell you that we— my grandmother and brother, I mean, have no longer the wealth possessed by our fathers. There were some of the most distinguished Hidalgos of Spain, interrupted Donna Maria. My brother, continued Inez, though willing to suffer anything himself rather than degrade his dignity by doing anything that the world might be- deem unbecoming in one of his rank, could not endure to see our aged grandmother wanting what her infirmities required. Alcala therefore consented to Inez was a Spaniard, and may be forgiven if she had inherited enough of the pride of her race to feel it a deep humiliation to own that the heir of the Aguileras had stooped to serve in an ironware factory and accept the foreigner's gold. "'I know, I know, my poor child,' said Donna Maria, pitying her friends under what she regarded as an almost unbearable misfortune and disgrace. Inez went on with her story. But Alcala had still, of course, the right to mix in the high society of Seville, he spent his evenings often, ah, much too often, at the place of the governor, Don López de Rivaddeo. Ah, the governor has a daughter, and Donna Antonia has beautiful eyes, observed the visitor, with a meaning smile, which it was well that Inez did not see. The evil eye, the evil eye, exclaimed the poor girl with passionate emotion, would that Alcala had never, never met their basilisk gaze. It is not her wealth that he cares for, that wealth which draws round Antonia so many idle worshippers like Malph. A flame. "'I have heard that one of these suitors insulted de Aguilera in her presence,' said Dona Maria. "'One whose ancestors would have deemed it an honour to hold the stirrup of an Aguilera disputed with Alcala the privilege of handing Donna Antonia into her galley on the Guadalquivir," said Inez. "'The hand that had accepted payment for clerk's work,' sneered the courtier, "'has no right to touch a lady's white glove. "'Then Alcala fired up at the taunt. It had stung him to the quick. He was roused to speak of his fathers, of the triumphs over the Moors, and to tell how one of our race had gained a chain of gold from Queen Joanna for spearing a huge at a grand fonction held in her presence. "'It is pity,' said the mocking Don Rias, "'that in these days caballeros are content to win money, though their fathers only cared to win fame. Alcala was goaded by the taunt and to say that he was as ready as ever was an Aguilera to ride in the bull-ring and break a lance for the smile of a lady.' and they actually nailed him to a word so hastily spoken asked the visitor eagerly ay replied inez bitterly though everyone knows that caballeros never now encounter the bull the desperate struggle is left to picador and matador strained and paid to expose their lives to the sport of the crowd did not donna antonia per- forbid her cavalier to attempt so rash an exploit asked donna maria forbid oh no exclaimed the indignant inez for an aguilera to risk or to lose his life for her sake would be to her proud nature as the crowning triumph of her beauty she will be there, Antonia will be in the Plaza de Toros, and she will look on with those calm, cruel eyes. While Alcala, my pride, my darling. Inez could not finish the sentence, but buried her face in her hands. Do not despair, cara amiga, said Dona Maria, laying her hand caressingly on the shoulder of the sobbing girl. Dona Antonia de Rivadio may see the triumph of your brother. Don Alcala is a good horseman and a brave cavalier. Brave as a lion, and he rides like the Cid exclaimed Inez, rising her head and speaking with animation. But what will that avail him, she added sadly. Alcala has had no training for the bull-ring, as had the knights and gentlemen of old. They had active and powerful steeds. Alcala has but poor old campeador, who wore our father ten years ago. Good, faithful campeador, whom I have often fed my hand. But your brother will not be alone in the arena, suggested Donna Maria. There will be the matadors, the picadors, the chulos, to divert the bull's attention, or to even the coup de grace may they come to the rescue the blessing of all the saints be on them if they do cried inez with fervor but oh amiga mia i hope little from those who make this horrible sport a profession they are natural enemies of the caballero who dare to do for honour what they are trained to do for gold these men are jealous and they are cruel is it not their very trade to torture and to kill i never saw a bull fight but once I continued inez speaking rapidly my father took me when i was a child but he never ventured to take me again this sight the horrible sight of the poor gored horses madly rushing round the circus in their agony, haunted me for weeks. It brought on a nervous fever, and how the scene comes back on my memory now in terrible distinctness. I long lay awake last night, trying, but trying in vain to drive away thought by repeating aves and credos, till I dropped asleep at last. And then, and then, added Inez with a shudder, I was in the dreadful arena. I saw the bull tearing onwards, the banderillas, in his strong, thick neck. With bloodshed eye and head bent down, he made his furious charge. I shrieked so loud that I woke my grandmother, who usually sleeps so soundly. I used to pity and grieve over her feebleness of mine. I could almost envy it now. She spared the horrors of my dream, and the worst misery of my waking. There was an oppressive silence for several seconds, and then Donna Maria said, Have you attempted to dissuade your brother from prosecuting this wild adventure? Have I not? exclaimed Donna Inez. Have I not knelt and clasped his knees and implored as if for my life? I pained, but I could not move him alcala said that his honour was pledged you have been preparing the picador costume observed donna maria glancing down at the embroidered jacket and scarlet scarf which lay beside her faintly visible in the starlight yes if alcala must appear in the arena before all those gazing eyes he shall appear as becomes an aguilera replied the spanish maiden she did not dwell on the theme or tell how much of her brother's hardly earned gains had been frittered away on that gaudy costume nor how she had not only given the labour of her hands that sacrificed every little silver ornament which she possessed to add to its value and beauty. Bitterly had the poor girl felt, as she plied her needle, that she was but, as it were, taking out a victim for slaughter. Don Alcala will look a goodly cavalier, observed Donna Maria in an encouraging tone. We will pray the Madonna to give him success. I have wearied every saint with my prayers, sighed Inez de Aguilera, and yet, hark, surely there is the sound of a ring and again she eagerly sprang to her feet your brother would not ring but enter suggested donna maria poor child how you are trembling inez was indeed trembling violently she had to lean against a column for support as the grating of the vestibule was unclosed and not alcala but teresa appeared the old servant bore in one hand a letter in the other a lantern borrowed from donna maria's attendant who was waiting with her mule-carriage in the street inez had a presentiment that the missive was from her brother and that his sending it was a sign that she was not coming himself. She took the letter from Teresa, and eagerly tore it open, for by the lantern's light Inez recognized the handwriting of Alcala. The brief note was as follows. It is better, dearest, that we meet not again till all is over. Send Chico at dawn with Campeador and my dress to the Posada de Casada. He knows the place well. Kiss for me the hand of our venerable parent. Farewell. A brother's blessing be with you. Inez, you have been more than a sister till Alcala. End of chapter 4. Recording by Esther and Simonides.